Humor Consumers to the Life Happens Laugh Anyway podcast. I'm comedian Tracy DeGraff. And I'm Catherine, co-host and bestie. I co-host. Hello. <laughs> you said that just kind of like, I'm Catherine, the co-host and the bestie. And the bestie. Yeah. We're dragon friends. It's late. It's late in the day and we've both had busy days and mm-hmm. we're, we're just tired. But this is the only time slot that we have available to record. Right. So forgive okay. us. Yeah. Ahead of time. Yes. We're going to give you the best podcast you've ever listened to. Today we're talking about hope. Mm-hmm. We're talking about hope, and it is Christmas time. It's only six days before Christmas. Thanks. I know. Which, you know, today I was subbing. I subbed for the third graders today. Yeah. And mm-hmm. um, they reminded me that it's because I said something, I made a comment, something like, oh, it's, you know, we're right before Christmas. And they go, it's six days. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, well, that's. Well, wasn't it a math class? It was third grade. Yeah. It was the whole day I had them. Oh, so it's more than just math. Yeah. Yeah, got it. It's everything. Mm, right. I was in charge, Catherine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I want to show you what they gave me, by the way, since I'm already talking about what I did today. Look, it. they gave me this little thing. This is D, and it's like a little package. It's all stapled. Yeah. It's Cute. A, it's a piece of paper, and they put tissue inside of it oh it's tissue inside yeah inside this paper so a paper's folded over stapled on three they called, sides they called it a squishy so it's kind of like a oh like a stress ball maybe i was just gonna say yeah it's okay. like <laughs> so it's then a fidget thing then the kids were making all these little squishies and they made me these this these were gifts from them what it's is a, it the tiniest little squishy they were trying to make them smaller oh my and smaller. gosh that's funny. So one is the size of two staples, and the other one is the size of one staple. Oh, cute. Yeah. It's just interesting, the competitive spirit of human beings. Yeah, right. Because one student came up to me with this small squishy, and then the other one said, I could make it smaller. Yeah. And they made it with two staples, and then this little girl goes, I can get it even smaller. And that is micro. It is. Small. Yeah. yeah. Oh, cute. So it was interesting. They also asked me how old I was. What? Okay. And they were guessing my age. What'd they say? Oh, everything from 32 to 80. Yeah, I figured. <laughs> I was like, are you kids idiots? 80. What's wrong with you? <laughs> they said every age except my actual age. It was quite funny. It went yeah. on for a while. Aww. And then I just said, I'm 57. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now shut up. Do your math. <laughs> but it was interesting. But here, here we are. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get to the episode. Okay. Hope. This mm-hmm. is episode number 155, and we're talking about our hope for Christmas, yeah. the hope that we have for Christmas. We're going to talk about why hope is important. Everybody knows it's important, I think. I think they do. Yeah. Because if you are hopeless, you realize mm. how important hope is. Right. Right? Mm, well, yeah. Have you ever feel been, it. Have you ever been there? Have, have you I ever been hopeless? Felt hopeless? Um... I don't know about hopeless, mm. but maybe a little on the empty side, <laughs> yeah. but not hopeless completely. Yeah. Thank God. Yeah. I've been there. I, I was there actually at Christmas time, 2011. Remember it like it was yesterday, you know, and I'm in, my husband and I were going through a real financial crunch mm-hmm. and we just didn't have any money to buy gifts for our kids for Christmas. Mm-hmm. It was Christmas Eve. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a was gut it 2011, punch. huh? It was. Yeah. Yep. Mm. It was 2011. And the only reason why I know that is because 
Oh my gosh, I might just cry. Just a minute. <laughs> That's all right. I do remember that. The, the reason why I know the year mm-hmm. is because I, my sister and my brother were visiting our dad. Mm-hmm. And I was supposed to go and meet them at our dad's house. Yeah. And for some reason, my husband couldn't make it. I think it was like my brother was in town for a short period of time and then he was leaving. It wasn't, you know. Yeah. I can't remember the logistics, but... It was very close to Christmas. If it wasn't Christmas Eve, it was like it was close. Th- close enough to mm-hmm. where the money's not going to be there. Like, right. Like we had no money to buy gifts. Yeah. And um, my si- I was under the covers in my bed. Mm-hmm. And my sister was like, well, aren't you coming? You know, on the phone. Yeah. And I, I was like, I, I just don't think I can. Yeah. I, I said, I just don't want to be anywhere. Mm-hmm. And she didn't really know exactly what was going on. I, mm-hmm. I don't recall. But anyway, she talked me into coming. And I went. And then I told her, you know, what, what was going on. I was just down. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she grabbed my, uh, she said, don't you worry. We got this. Yeah. <laughs> she grabbed my brother. And he, he had his wallet on him, mm-hmm. and she said, open your wallet. <laughs> I like how she said, we got this. Yeah. And it goes to your brother. Yeah. <laughs> and he he gave her like $500 or something yeah. like that. Yeah. And then we went to the mall. It was my sister, and I think my nieces came with. And we bought my kids things like pillows and sweatpants and, you know, yeah. stuff yep. like that. That was a tough, it was just really tough. It was tough. It right? was tough. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely. I definitely could say I did not feel like I wanted to kill myself. Oh, I did gosh. not. I know. But I I did say it'd be okay if, if I could just like, Mm-mm. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I know. Mm. That's, I, I did feel like I didn't have hope. And, and, it, and it, look, it got better. Yes. Here we are, 2023. Yeah, right. It's better. Yes. Jeez. Praise the Lord. Didn't expect to go down that road. I know, I know. <laughs> All right. Uh, so we're going to talk about why hope is important, because obviously it is. We're going to talk about what we are hoping for right now, mm-hmm. like as in today. We're going to talk about how to get your hope back. Mm. If, if you're under the covers, if you're like I was in mm-hmm. 2011, and some people are there. I mean, yeah. you know, this world and this life it can be this way one day, and then the next day, it's a different way. Yeah. It's like a seesaw sometimes. Yeah. I just today heard about a man who was in his 40s that my sister-in-law, Danette, knows. Mm-hmm. He passed away of a major heart attack just oh, suddenly. Gosh. He oh. was the harbor master of their um, place where they live. They live, like, oh, in this yeah. harbor. Mm-hmm. And I, I just feel so sad for his wife and his yeah. kids and everybody that knew oh, him. Like, gosh. they saw him yesterday. Or they just talked to him last week, you mm. know. And he's gone that fast. It's always so difficult to lose someone unexpectedly. And then when you add the layer of a holiday, like especially Christmas, I don't know. There's just something more uh, melancholy about it. There is, because you're not expecting, uh, obviously, for somebody to have a sudden death like that at that age, you know, and he was in apparent good health. Yeah, it reminds me. So yesterday we had to put our dog down Mm. and my husband is so upset, as you know. Yes. And our our appointment wasn't until 340 and then it just takes a while. You talk to the vet for a while, the vet. Um, goes over a bunch of things, does an examination, talks to us about what's going to happen. 
and so it's a it's a long process and you're just tired and by the time we got out of there it was it was dark and we we brought Macy home with us we didn't have her cremated yeah and so the day before or a couple days before Kenny and Patrick our son um, dug the grave for Mm -hmm. our dog anyway but it was it was dark and it was late we were tired and Kenny and uh, it was freezing cold and windy last night when we had to do this and there was water in the grave and we had to put Macy and it was just it was awful and you know the whole thing what I'm getting at too is that Kenny um had to shovel the dirt back on and I couldn't I mean I guess I could have helped too but there was only one shovel (laughs) so anyway he's doing this and I'm thinking Lord I'm praying the whole time like Lord not only um just be you know be there for Kenny and give him um help him to get through this but also please don't let him have a heart attack you know I was so afraid of that because I mean Kenny was so beat red and just from holding in the tears and all of that. Anyway, it was just, it was full of, um, you know, grief and and sadness. I have to say mostly for my husband and my family. I can't believe how sad I am too over, over Macy being gone. I mean, it was really sad this morning and last night. Anyway, oh, but it's hard. It's it's hard. It's you're losing a family member. It's, you, it's definitely are, a family member. A lot of people have been through it, and it's gut wrenching. It is, and and everybody who knows me well knows I'm not I'm not really a dog person, but yet Macy is a part of our family. Yeah. And um and a- anyway, as I said, I was praying like, please God, don't take Kenny and <laughs> don't let him have a heart attack or anything. Yeah, please so he's shoveling uh, that wet dirt. Yeah, friends, please lift up kenny in in your prayers yeah and the whole family because it is hard yeah it it is is hard definitely and it's and again it's right before christmas it's right before christmas exactly and as we're speaking my daughter ellis keeps texting me something and um i don't know what it's about but i know that she she popped over earlier i wasn't home but she popped over earlier and her and her dad had a real good cry yeah so anyway well a shout out to all those who have lost a loved one or a, a furry family member as well. Yeah. All right. Well, let's jump into this article, Catherine. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me find it again. Let's see. Here it is. Okay. Why is hope important? I found this article on extern.org. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's an article just called Why is Hope Important? Um, why having hope is important. Self-tips self-help tips to improve your mood and also positive impacts of hope. So then it goes, you know, a little bit of blah, blah, blah. And then it gets to this part. Hope reduces feelings of helplessness, increases happiness, reduces stress, and improves our quality of life. That's all good. You know, when you have hope, right, Mm -hmm. that things are going to work out, it's going to be okay. Uh, This is for now. It's not forever. Exactly. When we have hope, it helps us get up in the morning. Right. It helps us put one foot in front of the other. These are all true, the things that are that you just read and that's listed, but it definitely would add to that. It gives us purpose yeah. to, to to keep going. 
And we have hope. Yeah. And if you don't feel like there's any kind of purpose, that is, um, you know. It's a pretty dark place. Yeah, it is. Okay, then in this article, they give you um, two columns where it talks about if you're hopeless or if you're hopeful. So if you're hopeless, you might be thinking, I can't cope, right, with mm-hmm. the situation. But if you're hopeful, you might be thinking, I need help with this. Yeah. Where if you're hopeless, you're like, I, I don't even need help because there is no help. Right. Okay. Yeah. If you're hopeless, you might say, I don't see a way out. Oh, such a dark. Right. But yeah. if you're hopeful, you might say, we can get through this. Mm-hmm. So in the example that I gave earlier that I really wasn't planning on sharing, but I did, mm-hmm. my husband and I were going through a period of time when he was employed, but he was not being paid. Right. And it was on and on and on. And it went all the way up to like, I think at the height of him not getting a paycheck, it was like 11 weeks that he was owed. Mm-hmm. It is hard to be in a family with seven people and have no income for yeah. 11 weeks. And it was after the recession. It, yeah. So we're coming out of that. It was on top of that. It was the hardest time for me. Because in that situation, I felt hopeless because I didn't see a way out. I didn't see, like, how was this going to end? It went on for so long. It was like two years Mm -hmm. that it was really that bad. Mm -hmm. And I just didn't see any break in the darkness. Like, I didn't see any light coming through. Right. And you're a woman of faith. Yeah. And you believe in God's promises and his goodness and so forth. But it doesn't mean we're not going to have, you know, tough times. So, 100%. Yeah. Okay. So going on, if you're hopeless, you're going to, you might be saying to yourself, I'm so upset about everything. Like I'm, I'm upset with everything that's happening. But if you're hopeful, you can look at the same situation saying this is a setback, but we can adjust. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, If you're hopeless, you might be frightened like a little bit. If you're hopeful, you may be anxious and have a normal response, but you're not frightened. Yeah. Yeah. These are feelings now that we're going over. And if you're hopeless, you might be worried. If you're hopeful, you might feel determined. Yeah. Big difference. Yeah. Now your behavior, if you skip down to the behavior, now this is where I was. I was in bed with the covers over my head, refusing to go to Christmas because I didn't know what to do. But that's your behavior. If you're, if you feel like you're hopeless, Mm -hmm. where if you're hopeful, you might reach out to others for help. Mm -hmm. I was really not wanting to do that. Like I was ashamed of our situation I was like, oh my gosh, we can't even afford to get our kids Christmas gifts. What's wrong with us? Yeah, you know? I think I've uh, looking back, I think that you had those moments for sure, but you had moments of reaching out too a little bit. Well, it was hard. Yeah, I know. It was hard. I know. Um, another thing that they list here is that if you're hopeless, you might have arguments with loved ones, where if you're hopeful, you might feel like you have support from loved oh, ones. Oh, that's really. Um, that's interesting. Yeah. And true. Mm-hmm. Well, because if you're hopeless, you might get a little defensive. Yeah. You know, and you're you're really I mean, even when I think about my own situation, my sister kind of talked me down, you know what I mean? Like just mm-hmm. out of that state of mind of, oh my gosh, this is terrible. I know that if I had reached out to her without her having to kind of like, hey, what's going on? You mm-hmm. know, she would have helped me. She would same with right. my brother. Yeah. I mean, they would have helped me. 
but you get into this funk and you feel like I should be able to handle this. Yeah. Right. On your own. So there's some pride there. Yeah, definitely. And it could be embarrassment or shame or mm -hmm. just disappointment or just not even wanting to admit that, you know, you got a setback, you failed. That's how it is when you feel hopeless, though. You feel like the fear sets in and, you know, and when you isolate yourself, it gets worse. It compounds the issue. Yeah. Uh, Also, if you're hopeless, you tend to isolate and withdraw. Yeah. But if you're hopeful, you'll keep in contact with others. Yeah. It's like a vicious spiral mm-hmm. that just, you know, it, it can consume you. Yeah. Okay. They list here some self-help tips to improve your mood. So if you're feeling anywhere from, you know, hopeless, to, you know, or around that way, attend local support groups. I, I mean, maybe you're going through something like what Catherine's family's going through right now. Her mom has Alzheimer's. That's a journey that takes years. The whole family's involved. If you're in that situation, there are local support groups that can, you can at least get together and feel like you're not alone. You're not the only one going through it. Yeah. Did I tell you I missed the support group meeting? No, I didn't (laughs) know that you were going to go to one. Yeah, I registered for one. I was looking forward to it. It was on the 12th. And I just, so much was going on at the time. And so I, I was telling Kenny that I forgot to go to the Alzheimer's support group. And he goes, funny. I know. He goes, (laughs) he goes, you forgot. (laughs) And then I'm like, oh my gosh. (laughs) Yes, I forgot. That's funny. And then I thought, oh no. (sighs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, Also counseling. I've been to counseling many times in my adult life. I just believe in it. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I have been, um, once actually and nowadays it seems like they have online stuff more things are like ever since the pandemic a couple good things that have come out of it is like help yeah that you can get through the computer Mm -hmm. and support groups are even online too i don't know if it's as effective but well i think help is help also help lines they talk about in this article so let's say for example you're in a situation where a loved one is abusive in some way. Mm-hmm. They're an abuser. So they may be uh, verbally abusive or physically abusive, or maybe they're abusing alcohol or drugs. You can find a helpline yeah. to talk to somebody. Mm-hmm. It says to be mindful of what you eat. Oh, absolutely. Because this can lift your mood. Mm-hmm. That's important. Also, yeah. exercise. doesn't have to be at the gym, but just move. Mm-hmm. Walk. Do housework faster. Going up and down stairs. As long as you're realistic. Yeah, definitely. I do feel so much better when I just move, move, move. Yeah. I really do. I've always been that way. No, we're, we're created to move. Mm-hmm. We're intended to move. Uh, practice mindfulness, you know, like prayer, uh, meditation, breathing, just being present in the moment. Mm-hmm. That can all help. Practice getting into a routine. If you're in a season yes. of hopelessness, create a routine. Yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. Write yourself a schedule, have a bedtime, mm-hmm. get up at, set your alarm. I find that really helpful. Put on a, a list, even if it's something like, you know, fold the socks or yeah. just something simple. If you can put it on paper and then check it off, it's just this sense of accomplishment and even purpose, but it just feels yeah. good to have um a, a routine and and things to do i think what you're trying to do in many ways is just trick your brain mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. everything's fine here yeah. <laughs> we're gonna keep going well it's normal stuff it is and i think probably the first thing to do would be to 
you know, get yourself moving, take a walk, get some coffee, jump in the shower, things like that. Yeah. Make your bed, put on your shoes, just be ready for the day. Mm -hmm. Even if you don't, you know, don't or can't leave to go anywhere. Yeah. Just be ready for the day. Put on some makeup, comb your hair. Tell, tell our audience about Mm -hmm. your mom getting her hair done today and what a difference that made. So, uh, it's very difficult to get my mom to, to, wash her hair or let us wash her hair or anything like that and it's very difficult to get her hair cut even if I get our friend Angie to come in and cut her hair a lot of times my mom is just not agreeable and she's pretty stubborn so today she said yeah, I, I need the cut you know Wendy and I brought it up to her and uh, my mom says yeah I, I need a cut well I thought for sure that she said it in the moment and was agreeable and then was gonna just change your you mind know, change your mind but um, she she was agreeable. I mean, I had to keep reminding her where we were going. And she got her, oh, oh my goodness, this woman that did her hair was so gracious and so good to her and understanding and careful with her neck and because she also washed her hair. Nice. And yeah, very nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so anyway, my mom looked amazing when it was all done. She looked like how she how she always did when she would you know taking care of herself before alzheimer's really set in Mm -hmm. so then we went to goodwill afterward (laughs) and she loves going there i like going there although it is so hard to go there with her but it was kind of funny because we um you know talk about difficulty and just wanting to just give up i thought oh my gosh my mom's having so much fun so she was she got herself a cart and normally we just have one. And she put so many things in it. And at a um, little bit before it was really time to go, she put in this sequenced sparkly kids <laughs> backpack. <laughs> and normally she would think that is gaudy, you know, awful. But she wanted it with a fever. So she put it in my cart. And I said, oh, okay. So I distracted her. And I said, okay, let's let's put it in my cart. And I aimed the cart toward the opposite of where her cart was and I abandoned ship her heaping cart and I thought oh man I feel so bad for the employees but there was no other way yeah. like I had to I had to abandon it because there's no way we could buy all the stuff she had in there <laughs> I I don't blame you one bit I mean you oh, have to do what you have to do it was so funny and then we get up to the register and there were some things that I had that I was even thinking I don't really know if I want this. Oh my goodness. And my mom kept telling the cashier, just ring it up, just ring it up. And then I'm looking at the cashier saying, no, don't, don't ring it up. Don't ring it up. (laughs) And the poor cashier. They're probably like, what's happening? Yeah. Well, 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 anyway, but the point that I was um, trying to think of and wanted you to share as well was the, the fact that your mom, you you had said, (laughs) going back, back to why we're talking (laughs) well you did you touched on it because you said that your mom looked like she did before she had alzheimer's and i know that that means something to you like Mm -hmm. to see her disheveled is very difficult for you it is because going on the journey of alzheimer's there really isn't a lot of hope you don't have hope for improvement of the disease you just the only hope that you really have is going through it with your loved one 
and getting through it together. Right, you know? like having those good moments. Right. And my mom felt good. And she looked in the mirror afterward, and she liked it. Yeah. And we joked about her being a dish, you know. Yes. And uh, so that was rewarding in that she she liked how she looked. I liked how she looked. The, the um, stylist was happy that she was highly complimented by me and my mom. So, yeah. yeah. And if, uh, if you're listening and you don't know uh, Catherine and her family, her mom, Doreen, is from England. And she's turning 80 mm, on Christmas she Eve. She is, yeah. And she is a dish. <laughs> she is a beautiful woman. And mm-hmm. when she was younger, she really was a dish. Yeah, she was. Uh, she received a card from a friend from England, mm-hmm. and it was a picture from, I'm thinking, late 50s, early 60s wow. of the three of them. And it's such a good picture. And her hair was, you know, Just piled right. up high in the back yep. and short. Yeah, cute. Well, I'm glad you had that experience. Yeah, me too. Okay, other little tips for improving your mood if you're feeling like you're in a season of hopeless, you know, or or needing some hope. Uh, Practice the routine. We talked about that. Stay connected with others. Mm -hmm. Very important. Just do it. Just Mm -hmm. pick up the phone. Make a phone call. Um, Helping others can really benefit your recovery. So kind of gets you out of what's going on with me and now I'm helping somebody else. That actually happened in the classroom today. There was a student was really upset about something Mm -hmm. and she started to cry and I was like oh no (laughs) what do I do yeah and so I tried to distract her and help her with what she was going through and she was like not having it you know another student kind of rejected her they they didn't want to they didn't want to the other student didn't want to work with her in partners oh no yeah so so then her feelings were hurt yeah so I attempted an apology. I got the other student over and I said, you know, you probably didn't mean it. And then she goes, yes, he did. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so it was all these emotions. Yeah. And then I could see that I wasn't being very effective. And so I just tried to distract her by having her help me. Yes. Very and good. I just said, I'm new. This is my first day here mm-hmm. subbing in this class. And I don't know this, whatever it was, the next thing on the list. Mm-hmm. Can you help me? I think that's a great way to counter the rejection feeling yeah is then to make her feel needed and purposeful and, and purposeful yeah. yeah you know it's just it's third grade and it's just little stuff but yeah, it's but w- no. you know what rejection hurts oh absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. it really does uh, okay uh let's see where were we get new skills that's another one. Oh yeah i've heard that learning a language or learning how to dance is um always fun to yeah. keep your mind active mm-hmm. uh breathing we talked about Go to the library and check out some self-help books, including The Principles of Cognitive Behavioral Therapy. We've both had that. You've had that cognitive behavioral therapy. Uh, that was that tap, tap, yeah, tap stuff. Yeah, I had that. Yeah, it's interesting. <clears throat> but I didn't read about it. I just yeah. had it. <laughs> well, somebody, somebody had to know what they were doing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And then here's a little list at the bottom of this article, the positive impacts of hope. Once you can pull yourself up out of a hopeless situation... Now you have a reason to get out of bed every day. Yes. It improves your mental well-being. The benefits are in your physical body. It helps with the immune system. And get that. Mm-hmm. Your actual immune system goes down because you're hopeless. Right. Yeah. That's terrible. Stress and hopeless. Yeah, it increases your self-worth, your self-belief, your confidence, encourages you to take positive action, encourages you to surround yourself with like-minded people, reduces sadness and anxiety, and creates opportunities. Well, well those are all, yeah. 
very good reasons to hang on to hope, folks. Yeah. Please do. Please reach out to somebody. If mm-hmm. you've got something going on, reach out to a friend, a pastor, a sister, a brother, somebody. Yeah. Reach out to somebody. Yeah. All right. Um, I think we covered that pretty well. So, Catherine, tell me, what are you hoping for right now? I am hoping that this Christmas that uh, so my brother and his wife and kids are going over to our daughter, Alice's and Alice, it's going to be her um, first time hosting. So I hope that all goes well for Ellie. And because I know she's um, just excited about it. Is she doing all the cooking? She is doing the main cooking. We're going to bring, you know, a dish or two, each of us. But um, I, I think, so I hope that goes well. You know, I yeah. hope that we all have a good time together. Yeah. And I hope Ellie feels good about hosting. I hope that um, Kenny isn't too sad about her, her dog. Yeah. And um, I know he'll be okay. I of mean, course. you know, I it's know he will be. Right but it's just that he's... You know, there's a there's this sense of guilt too. Like, sh- should we have waited longer? Should we have like? I keep asking myself, was this just a matter of convenience? You know, because we're leaving um, in a few days to go to Florida. But no, because for one, the vet affirmed. I mean, she's like, it's 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 time because yeah. we had to pick Macy. Well, Kenny had to pick Macy up off the ground. After, you know, because she couldn't walk. And she said, you can't be carrying dog around all right. the time. So there, so anyway, um, so I hope that we just, um, that feeling, that sense of guilt and, and things like that just kind of wash away yeah. more and more every day, I hope. Because Kenny feels it too. Uh, I hope that my kids, um, well, my, I hope my whole family comes to church and, and feels the power of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. I, of course, you know, I hope that they um, surrender their lives and just walk with the Lord. And that is a big hope that I have. I hope that we have, when we go to Florida to see Emily, I hope that we have a f- safe flight <laughs> back and forth. <laughs> And I also hope that we have just a really good time. Patrick and his girlfriend are going as well. Nice. So I hope that we all have a good time, um, you know, just good bonding. Yeah, very good. Yeah. That Xanax. I know. <laughs> my be goodness. Fine. Yeah. For the flight she's yeah. talking about. Well, yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Well, my hopes are very similar because they just revolve around family. Mm-hmm. Really, I think that's most of us is just our hope is that everybody's okay. Yeah. You know, and they are. I mean, um, safe travel and all that mm-hmm. for we're traveling as well uh, right after Christmas, going to Florida to visit family. And um, my son and his wife are coming in from Fort Wayne. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're we're going to be going out to visit my other son in Colorado, but not until February. So just all things like that, just to stay connected. Yeah. And definitely, as you said, staying connected to Jesus. Yeah. He's, that, that's our biggest hope. He's it. Right. He's it. I forgot to mention, too, yeah. and I'm shocked because I, I'm always think about my mother-in-law and our our time you know we always have a good time at her house on christmas so i hope that goes well she's 83 now yeah so i hope that it's um really good for her in terms of um you know just being memorable yeah (gasps) tomorrow we're going to hamilton with her so that'll be really excited about that i hope that goes well too oh my friends time goes by so quickly Mm -hmm. all right um well i think we pretty much 
covered yeah. all of what we wanted to on hope and if you're if you're feeling like you just need to take on some of those tips that we gave and you're trying to get your hope back we want to give you some scripture that we feel there's the bible is filled with hope yeah it's like the book of hope Mm -hmm. and the one scripture that we picked out was romans 12 12 it says rejoice in hope be patient in tribulation and be constant in prayer Mm -hmm. i mean um catherine and i do a prayer group we meet once a week where there's five of us ladies that meet once a week for prayer and um i started this group during a period of time when i was pretty hopeless it was different. It was around the same time that all that other mm-hmm. financial stuff was going on. But one of my kids was having an issue and I just didn't know how to deal with it. And I, I was just down to my, I don't know what to do. And so I dropped to my knees in prayer right. and I grabbed some of my friends. I'm like, come pray with me. Mm-hmm. And we started this. When did we start it? Was it like 2012? Oh, I want to say. It was around that time. I want to say it was earlier like it might have been 11, i don't know it was around that same time that i was going through yeah. this terrible financial thing yeah um so it's been many years over a decade that we've been doing this mm-hmm. and it has given us hope for sure it's definitely a lifeline mm-hmm. and um it's, it's our own it's a support group as well it is yeah there are people yeah these five women there are people there are sisters i mean and and for years Different ones in different situations, because everybody's got something that we're all praying about, right? So for years, the situation wouldn't change, wouldn't change, wouldn't change. But at least you had hope that it would change. Mm-hmm. And then it did. Yeah. I mean, that's how it was with the thing that we went through with our son. Mm-hmm. It stayed awful for like five years. Yeah. It, I mean, sometimes you t- it would twist around a little bit where mm-hmm. it would get better, but then it would get worse. Then it, he just came out of it. He did. Right. And now it's not awful it's much better oh yeah it's healed. we've definitely had a lot of um you know answered favorable um, yes answers but even before the prayer is answered mm-hmm. i felt like this lifting yep like too. i i have given it fully to god mm-hmm. i can't fix it mm-hmm. there's no way there are so many things in this life that we cannot fix right we can't do anything about it yeah and so we pray mm-hmm. and i think in a way that's the faith part of it right because you say you have faith or you're a person of faith Mm -hmm. that doesn't mean you're a person of fact it's not like oh it's fixed it's a fact so you have faith you have hope that it will come to be it will fix right exactly huh and there is just something about that even though the the prayers aren't answered right away or you don't even know if it's going to have you know your prayer is going to have the outcome that you want it to but there is that um well, whenever two or more are gathered, you know, the whole the Holy Spirit's there anyway. It, it's, um, it's a powerful thing. It is. Yeah. It is. Hard to explain. All right. Well, our call to action is for you to just find your hope in the Lord. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know him, get to know him. Yeah. And if you want to get to know somebody, you got to spend time with him. So <laughs> exactly. get into his word and find a good church and um, grow and pray and mm-hmm. ask him. All right, friends. Well, you've been listening to the Life Happens Laugh Anyway podcast. I'm still comedian Tracy DeGraff. I'm still Catherine. See you next time. Goodbye.